from round the corner to your street and neighbourhood. This is Pablo for breakfast. King of the Nerds back with us, Adam Ross. Good morning, my friend. Good to be here, Pablo. Now, you seem to love these movies because <laughs> each and every week you seem to have a horror for us. Uh, this week is no different. Evil Dead. Evil Dead Rise, yes. Um, look, a prequel. I am a little bit of a... Look, I am a fan of the Evil Dead franchise. I mean, it put Sam Raimi on the map, and Sam Raimi gave us Spider-Man, and um, I am a Spider-Man obsessive. And I'm even going to see the latest animated Spider-Man movie this afternoon, which is getting me very, very excited. So the uh, just like the Deadites inside this franchise, uh, Evil Dead as a film franchise will not die. We're going to keep getting them. So there was a remake exactly 10 years ago uh, that I found to be... And this is coming from me, a little bit too gory, a little bit too gnarly. And uh, this Evil Dead continues in that same vein. I think that this is a bit of a mess, uh, and it's it's got some very convoluted writing. Look, if you're a gore hound, it's got all kinds of dismemberments. Um, this movie has already like made ten times its budget back, but that's because it had a seriously hardcore trailer. Like, mm. if you saw the trailer to this, where a mother is possessed inside an apartment complex and her children are trying to deal with her, uh, it's. You know, I watched it and I went, oh, oh, all right, like we're onto some seriously hardcore territory here. But I found this to be a little bit too goofy for my liking, a little bit too convoluted uh, in its writing, and I wouldn't say it's that good but you can go to the cinema and go and see it uh or you can get it on rent on demand uh i have a kind of strange thing where if an r-rated horror film comes out i have to go and see it just because <laughs> i want to be shaken i need it you know i need to you know i need to put some hardcore stuff in my life but evil dead rise middling now some people say that i look like this next man nicholas cage uh, i look like him on a bad day that's all I say, but uh, he's out in Renfield. This is getting some mixed responses, it's fair to say. Now, look, Renfield is a super-duper kooky movie, right? Because, like, look, Nicolas Cage, Dracula, yeah, okay, you've got me there. Now, but what is Renfield, right? Now, Renfield is directed by Chris McKay, who gave us the Lego Batman movie, right? Ooh. And within about about 10 minutes of Renfield kicking off, you go, oh, okay, the movie is not... Not, it's not gothic, it's not horror, it's an action film filled with all these fight sequences and it's really kind of like goofy and metatextual and, uh, you know, it's just, it's very, very strange. So Nicholas Holt is playing the titular Renfield and he is the long-suffering servant of Dracula, played here by Nicholas Cage, who is chewing the scenery, which is fantastic. But the... Um, the movie itself has got, you know, I, I call it like, it's kind of like this aesthetic that when you walk into JB Hi-Fi and you watch the TVs and they're on like, you know, they're on this high frame rate mode and everything looks kind of artificial. Like Renfield has got, it's got all this wire work, all these gore effects, all this Kung Fu all over it. So like, I think that, you know, like a lot of people think, oh, this is going to be, you know, uh, a kind of like dark, serious film. It's not, it's, it's more, it's got more to do with Marvel's aesthetic than it does horror. So, I mean, with like lashings and lashings of gore, but a truly bizarre film. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so do with, do with all that information I gave with you, what you I like, it's, it's bemusing, but I just don't know what the hell it is. So um, yeah, do, do with that what you will. Uh, now, Triangle of Sadness came out last year. It's a, a black comedy. It's a long one as well, and it's uh, now on the streamers. It is. It's on binge. And look, this was Oscar nominated. This is an extreme change of gear of what I just gave you then there. So, um, look, this social satire by um, uh, Ruben Usland is 
look, it's very provocative. Uh, it's got a lot going under the hood and it's got a lot to say. So, I mean, it is set now and it's kind of preoccupied, you know, like with our kind of addictions to our physical looks, to social media, um, kind of what is happening in heterosexual relationships and power balances. Uh, the thing with this movie is, is that it's it's so polarizing because you know the two of us can watch it, and you've got your take on it, and I've got mine. And the way that Ruben has kind of directed this or written this is that it's open to interpretation. You kind of go, what is the target here? Like, because some people I know watched the film and they laughed out loud because they're like, man, that's a bang on satire. Mm. And then the director has done interviews and he's like, no, no, I mean, I meant what I said. <laughs> and so people have had to, they've actually been quite shocked and, and recalibrated it and gone, wait, is this movie sexist? Is this movie like you know classist like what's going on here but it's very unpredictable so even though it has got a long runtime it has twists and turns that you will not see coming um if you want to see how the other half live the extremely rich dip into the triangle of sadness and watch them all fall apart it's pretty it's still a very interesting piece of work uh john week as well available this weekend to rent now, look, if, you know, you just want your brain to be bludgeoned into, uh, you know, some kind of different shape over the course of three hours, John Wick is the man to do it. Um, I am on record. I've seen this three times now, which is excessive. Um, but John Wick 4 is the best of all the John Wick movies. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, Chad, the director, Chad Stileski and Keanu just had a handshake and said, let's just go out on the most monumental bang that anyone's ever seen. So... If, I mean, the death rate in this has got to be up, you know, just in the low 200s, you know, I mean, <laughs> every single minute he is dispatching two to three people in, you know, the most inventive ways that you've ever seen. It's got gorgeous cinematography, amazing locations, um, the absolute bare minimum plot. You don't even need to know anything, to be honest. Like, just they want to kill Keanu and Keanu doesn't want to die. And that's about all you need to know, right? Um, but that allows Chad and the team to just unleash uh, at least, honestly, about nine idiosyncratic action sequences that just keep copying each other and just when you think it's starting to wind down or run out of steam it just throws something else in there and you're like what is going on with these guys like you know you you're, you almost get adrenal fatigue by how good this is i def i think this is the biggest gauntlet throwing down action piece since you know mad max fury road it's just kind of saying like we're getting mission impossible dead reckoning later this year and dead reckoning has got its work cut out for it if it wants to measure up to john wick 4 a seriously good action film and it's almost made half a billion dollars so i'm not the only person mm. thinking this too as well so yeah so definitely worth your time now just quickly I want to ask you because we've been watching this uh this week nine perfect strangers have you checked it out I haven't. Um, I, I thought you were going to ask me about F-Boy Island. Then. Um, <laughs> what's going on with Nine Perfect Strangers? That's, Tell me about uh, this. Nicole Kidman. Uh, it's at a, a, a retreat. Um, oh, no, I've seen some of this. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Lots of uh, characters sort of thrown in the mix. I've got no idea where the storyline's going. It's pretty kooky. It's kind of laugh-out funny at times as well. Well, look, I was in Byron Bay recently, and I can attest that this this is some of the behaviour that's going on here. You know, everyone's, everyone's uh, kind of gorgeous and rich and trying to find themselves there, um, you know. So, yeah, I, I was only I was only one out of the three trying to find myself. So. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, look, I mean, it, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty curious uh, and pretty twisted. Keep going with it. Keep and going with a it. A shout-out to Amazon Prime because they have solved something that has always driven me insane uh i always have to pause tv shows and google what the characters are 
who they are, who's playing them. Uh, but Amazon Prime, you press pause on your smart TV and it tells you who's in the scene. It's incredible. It's, co- it's called X-Ray, man. And look, it's you know great. what? I... I used to be very happy because I could do that in real life, and now I don't need it. It's redundant. So it's really, you know, I no longer need to be invited to trivia because of X-Ray on Amazon. It's annoying. It's destroyed you on Trivia Nights. It's destroyed my uh, credibility. Uh, Adam, it's always good to catch up. We'll see you next week. Yeah, my pleasure, Pablo. The feel-good start to your day. This is Pablo for breakfast. It's